Hare Krishna. Today we are reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, Chapter 19, entitled The Island of Jambadiva, verse number 10. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Tam Bhagavan Narada Varna Shramavadi Bihi Bharada Varsha Bhi Prajabhi Bhagavat Prokta Pyam Sankhya Yoga Pyam Bhagavat Anubhavo Varnanam Savarnir Upadekshamanaha Paramapati Bhaveno Basarati Idam Chavi Ghanati. What do a translation? Tam Him Naranarayana. Bhagavan, the most powerful saintly person. Naradaha, the great sage Narada. Varna Ashramavadi Bihi. By followers of the institution of the four Varnas and four Ashramas. Bharati Bihi. Of the land known as Bharata Varsha, India. Prajabhihi, who are the inhabitants. Bhagavat Praktabhyam, which was stated by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Sankhya, by the Sankhya Yoga system. The analytical study of material conditions. Yoga Bhyam by practice of the yoga system. Bhagavat Anubhava Ubavarnanam, which describes the process of God realization. Savarnehe unto Savarnimuni. Sorry, unto Savarni Manu. Ubadekshamanaha instructing Paramabhakti Bhavena in greatly ecstatic loving service to the Lord. Ubasarati serves the Lord. Idam this Cha and Abhigranadi chance. In his own book known as Narada Pancharatra, Bhagavan Narada has very vividly described how to work to achieve the ultimate goal of life, devotion, through knowledge and through execution of the mystic yoga system. He has also described the glories of the Lord, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The great sage Narada instructed the tenets of the transcendental literature to Savarni Manu in order to teach those inhabitants of Bharata Varsha who strictly follow the principles of Varnashrama Dharma how to achieve the devotion service of the Lord. Thus, Narada Muni, along with the other inhabitants of Bharata Varsha, always engages 
in service of Naranarayana and he chants as follows. Purport by His Devanak Desi Bhaktivanda Swami Srila Prabhupada Srila Prabhupada Ki Chai Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has clearly declared Bharata Bhumi Te Hoyla Manisha Janmayar Janma Sarthaka Gari Karo Para Upakar The real success or fulfillment of the mission of human life can be achieved in India, Bharata Varsha. Because in Bharata Varsha, the purpose of life and the method for achieving success are evident. People should take advantage of the opportunity afforded by Bharata Varsha. And this is especially so for those who are following the principles of Varnashrama Dharma. If we do not take the principles of Varnashrama Dharma by accepting the four social orders, Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya and Shudra and the four orders of spiritual life Brahmachari, Grahastha, Vanaparsa and Sanyasa there can be no question of success in life. Unfortunately, because of the influence of Kali Yuga everything is now being lost. The inhabitants of Bharatavasha are gradually becoming degraded Mlechas and Yavanas. How then will they teach others? Therefore, this Krishna consciousness movement has been started not only for the inhabitants of Bharatavarsha but for all the people of the world as announced by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. There is still time and if the inhabitants of Bharatavarsha take this movement of Krishna consciousness seriously, the entire world will be saved from gliding down to a hellish condition. The Krishna consciousness movement follows the process of Pancharatrika Vidhi and that of Bhagavata Vidhi simultaneously so that people can take advantage of the movement and make their lives successful. Om Jnana Timiranthasya Jnananjana Chalakaya Chakshur Unvilitam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam yena bhutale Swayam rupa kadamahyam dadati swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yuta Padagamadam Shri Guru Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Rekunathanitam Tam Sajivam Sadvitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhanitamscha He Krishna Karana Sindho Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostude Takta Kanjana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshri Vrishabhana Sute Devi Pranamami Haripriye Panchakalpadarupecha Krabasanthu Bhevacha Padidana Pavani Pyo Vaishnavi Pyo Namo Namaha Namo Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Pashyatya Deshatarine 
जय श्री कृष्णा चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर श्रीवासादिगौर भक्त वृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे भूतर्महापुरु निर्माशेते यदमूष पुरुष भुंक्ते गुणाषोडशोडशात्मक सौरंकृषिष्ठ भगवान वचामसी मे हरे कृष्णा today we will continue our discussion on shrimad bhagavatam we are in fifth canto we are in the 19th sorry 10th 19th chapter 10th verse today is a very special day and this season is also very special because this is a festive season and today has a speciality as well today shila prabhupada departed to america so there are speciality as well so today is very special especially in this festive season so we will discuss on a few topics of importance this purport is also very significant very much matching today's speciality so it's definitely an arrangement of the lord to have such an amazing purport showing the mood and mission of shila prabhupad the day he has departed to america for his life's meeting preaching mission so here we are moving from one varsha to another showing who are the important devotees of that particular varsha and who are they worshiping so here we are in bharata varsha we have gone through many other varshas and now we are in bharata varsha and in bharata varsha we have this great personality narada muni who is the predominating devotee and he is worshiping naranarayana rishis so the the translation itself starts with the mention of pancharatra narada pancharatra and shila prabhupad establishes the point that our krishna consciousness movement is based on narada pancharatra but it's not only narada pancharatra but bhagavad vidhi as well so there is pancharatrika vidhi as well as bhagavad vidhi our krishna consciousness movement is based on both pancharatrika vidhi and bhagavata vidhi so these two are considered as two tracks of bhakti and both tracks are important in progressive krishna consciousness what is this pancharatrika vidhi if we give some examples it will be clear the deity worship process is part of pancharatrika vidhi so the pancharatrika vidhi is instructed by narada muni so this is very important because we are in a temple we are worshiping the deity 
we have festivities in connection to the deities and the whole atmosphere is centered around the deity and so panjaratrika vidhi is considered very important so deity worship is a classic example of panjaratrika vidhi similarly even the initiation the diksha ceremony that we follow that also has panjaratrika element to it for example arjuna was initiated by krishna on the battlefield of kurukshetra in the forest as we can hear in the third canto of shrimad bhagavatam uddhava has been initiated by maitrayamani but in this events we don't find any sacred fire we don't find any name giving ceremony we don't see anyone taking any vow okay i'm going to chant 16 rounds every day we don't see these kind of things rather it is simply based on instruction and acceptance of those instructions to the heart so we don't see battlefield of kurukshetra now krishna is telling now we will have a fire yagya but it was finished simply by shishyasteham shadhimam tvam prabannam that's all. one line everything is solved now i am a surrendered soul please instruct me so that one, in one statement arjuna became the disciple of krishna and krishna accepted the position of the spiritual master similarly in case of maitreyamani and uddhava uddhava approached maitreyamani and maitreyamani started speaking and that's about it so this is a the classic bhagavat mark where the guru is instructing the disciple but for us it is insufficient for us to have bhagavat mark even though bhagavat mark which is hearing and chanting about krishna that is the bhagavat mark even though bhagavat mark is complete we need more support because of our disqualifications or our qualifications in the kali yuga <laughs> we need more support we cannot handle only based on bhagavat mark otherwise life would have been easier in one sense just chant hare krishna that's all instruction is very simple chant hare krishna so shila prabhu said yes the ultimate process is only chanting hare krishna mahamantra everyone can go back home back to godhead simply by chanting hare krishna mahamantra purely but said prabhu said but you people are in so much in passion so that i have to invent projects so that you can invest your passion in krishna service otherwise if someone is instructed to sit at one place and chant whole day that krishna consciousness is not going to last for very long it is going to fade away very fast there can be very few exceptions for example even the time of bhakti siddhanta sarasvati thakur one devotee came along to gaudiyamat and someone gave him a mala and he started sitting and chanting so he was started sitting and chanting so devotees were looking at him okay new bhakta has joined new devotee has joined he is just sitting and chanting and other devotees thought okay he should be engaged in some service but he was just chanting and chanting and chanting he never stopped chanting 
So the devotees complain to Bhakti Siddhanta Maharaj, this devotee is only chanting, uh, what shall we do? So he said, okay, you also go, sit with him and start chanting. A few devotees who complained, they started and chanting along with this devotee. Some few hours passed, these devotees stopped chanting. They went and told Bhaktisanda Maharaj, we cannot continue chanting. We have stopped our chanting, we will do some service. So what is he doing? So they said, told, he is still chanting. Then Bhaktisanda Maharaj told, he asked, yes, he is a chanter, let him chant. The reason was that he already had developed taste for chanting and he was complete in his chanting and so he continued chanting. So he was a bhajananandi and Bhaktisiddhanta Maharaj accepted him as a bhajananandi even though that was sent his mood. So that was Akinjana Krishnadas Babaji Maharaj. So he chanted all the time. Even when Prabhupada was getting his sannyas initiation Akinjana Krishnadas Babaji was chanting. It's a very famous pastime where the, the, the Purohit was doing the yagya and Akinjana Krishnadas Babaji was chanting and Prabhupada nodded, encouraging him keep chanting. So Akinjana Krishnadas Babaji Maharaj understood, okay, this is the person who is going to go to West and who is going to inaugurate the Sankirtan movement in the West and who is going to fulfill the desire of Bhaktisanda Maharaj and Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu from that thing because he understood that Prabhupada had faith in the holy name. So this is Bhagavad Mark chanting. But chanting and hearing alone is insufficient for most of us because we are not transcendental. Not only that, we are inflicted by lower modes. So we need engagement and nothing else can be done but to go through it and that is the reason these parallel tra tracks are there one is deity worship and the ceremony is related to the deity worship and on the other track we have hearing and chanting Bhagavad Shravan. Now Ruba Goswami was very aware of the condition of the people in the age of Kali so in the Panjanga Bhakti he himself introduced deity worship as one of the most potent items of bhakti. So deity worship was not taken as inferior, rather it is one of the items of Panjanga bhakti. We know the items of Panjanga bhakti, right? What are they? Srimad Bhagavatam. Srimad Bhagavatam. Hearing Srimad Bhagavatam. Chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra. Deity worship, residing in Madhra and very important, that is the most important ones, association of the devotees. So these are the five most potent items of bhakti. So with faith, worshipping the deity is considered <coughs> very important. And to establish that, Ruba Goswami wrote this verse. Smeram bhangitraya parichitam sachi vistirna drishtim, very famous verse. It is quoted in Nectar Devotion. In uh, Bhakti, it's from, of course, from Bhakti Rasamadha Sintu. He's saying, Smeram bhangitraya parichitam sachi vistirna drishtim vamshi nyasta adhara kishalayam ujjalam chandragena. 
is describing the form of Krishna as smiling form of Krishna, smiling face. Meram, bhangi traya parichita. Look at the smiling face of Krishna with his threefold bending form, and look at his eyes. What kind of eyes is that? Sachi vistarna drishti. It is. Krishna is casting a side glance and Krishna's eyes are considered very vast all the way up to the ears so that is the eyes of Krishna big eyes going all the way up to the ears so many times when you see the deity also we can see when you see Krishna's deity when we see Gornita you can see the eyes are going all the way up to the ears it is very long eyes and broad and that is the beauty of Krishna so that is Sachi Vistirna Drishti. Then Vamshi Nyasta Adhra Kesalayam. And Krishna has placed his flute on his lips. Ujjalam Chandragana. And that deity form of the Lord, and specifically Rupa Goswami is speaking about his own deity, which is Radha Govindji. Where? On the bank of Yamuna. Vamsi Nesta Adhra Kesalayam Ujjalam Chandragena Govindakhyam Haritanumiha Keshi Tirthopaganthe. Where is he placed? Keshi Tirthopaganthe. Keshi Tirth. Keshi Khat. Near Keshi Khat. This Govindjiriti is there. So he says, Look at him. But he says, Don't look at him. We are saying, Look at him. He says, This is the beautiful form of Krishna on the bank of Yamuna. Please don't look at him. Why? He tells the materialistic people, if you look at him, then what will happen? You will lose complete interest in your friends, in your material affairs, in your social affairs. You will lose interest in everything. And so please don't look at the deity of Krishna. Ma Prakshishta. Ma Prakshishta. Ma means no, don't. Don't look at him. Tavayadisakhe bandhu sangesti rangaha. If you still want your attachment to your friends, your family, to your society, your materialistic life, if you want attachment to all of the kind of things, please don't look at him. So in this way, in a uh, negative way, Riva Goswami establishes the glories of worshipping the deity. So one will get attached to the deity form of the Lord. So that is the significant and that supports our chanting, that supports our faith, that supports our Bhagavad Sravan, that supports our association. Practically speaking, a temple can do a lot of things. Right? All the activities are centered around the deity, means everything is for the pleasure of the deities. Here, if you see everything in this temple is for the pleasure of Shri Shri Radhavallava. Such a significant role. Our kirtan, our chanting and dancing in front of the deity is very special. Because we are doing it for their pleasure. If our mind is there. <laughs> so, it is very, very special. So, worshipping the deity is very important. That supports our hearing and chanting. At the same time, Srila Prabhupada wants us. How is it going to be if we worship the deity without hearing and chanting? Prabhupada says, 
if one stops hearing and chanting if one start to worship the deity or if one starts to do any service that will be a burden prabhu says my spiritual master has put two sharp thorns on my neck kantha you know and it is such a burden because i cannot i cannot do any i cannot carry this burden so the deity worship becomes a burden if we don't hear and chant one may think you know chanting hari krishna nothing is happening <laughs> somebody would think like that which is true is the initial phase one thing you know did i really chant that is inattentive chanting but at least chant what happens by chanting one will develop enthusiasm for serving krishna one will be able to at least float in krishna consciousness <laughs> by chanting to start with but of course we can go deeper our bhakti is completely dependent on hearing and chanting and if we don't hear and chant that enthusiasm in devotional service is going to fade away very fast that's a devotee ask how is your chanting so this is a question need to be asked not only while preaching when newcomers are coming okay how many rounds are you chanting okay that is good okay are you chanting 16 rounds are you chanting 4 rounds are you increasing this is a question we have to ask all the time to ourselves how am i chanting how was my chanting today how was the quality how many rounds did i hear how did i hear at all this is a question we have to ask throughout our life this is not the question we often ask you know new people eh? how many rounds is he chanting or she is chanting no not for that that is there but it's for us because it is a constant cultivation so that's where we can understand the deity worship is so important and shila propat wanted to establish deity worship right from the beginning right from the beginning when 1965 66 all the time shila propat was talking about establishing a radha krishna temple his correspondence to different people in india it was for establishing a radha krishna temple and he was asking bon maharaj you know how much will it cost to get a radha krishna deity and for a brass radha krishna deity for 14 inch or something bon maharaj is replying how much it is going to cost and was was very clear and his vision was my guru maharaj wanted to establish temple in new york city he was very clear right from the beginning this 65 provided didn't have anything hardly anything but still that time he was clear that okay there has to be a temple and even when there was a storefront that was the temple even there was a storefront that was a temple and prova said we have we already have a temple we have already devotees so that was the vision of shila prabhupad so prabhupad wanted temples because he knew that devotees will be supported by this pancharatrika vidhi by the deity worship and that is so significant and we can see the first deity that was carved in miscon 66 san francisco right i think maruti madhavji brought from a gift shop or something <laughs> jagannath small jagannath deity small jagannath and he was th- she was thinking it's like a toy for decoration it will be nice to decorate the altar you know there will be some uh, say for example we have elephant we have this peacock so we have some small things to decorate the altar she thought okay this is another decoration for the altar we can have something on the altar and prabhu saw and immediately prabhu paid obeisances 
I was thinking, well, what is Prabhupada doing? Paying obeisances to this small toy. Then Prabhupada said, no, this is Lord of the Universe, Lord Jagannath. And Prabhupada asked, Jagannath never comes alone. Is there anyone along with in the shop? She said, yeah, there is a set <laughs> who are there, Baladev and Subhadraji, like that. Then Prabhupada asked, okay, get them. So then he has a complete set, you know, Jagannath Baladev Subhadraji, all of them. And then that is the altar, first altar of Jagannath Baladev Subhadraji. You can imagine how Jagannath came to Srila Prabhupada. And then Srila Prabhupada asked, who can carve this deity? It's a, a monumental <laughs> uh, effort because carving Jagannath deity and Shamsandar Prabhu, he was a carpenter and he can carve in the wood. So he said, I can carve the deity of Jagannath, Baladev Subhadraji. And that's how the first carved deity of big Jagannath Baladev Subhadraji appeared in his corn. Okay, you can see the arrangement of the Lord and from there, Radhyatra started. So you can see how important it is, the Lord's deity form. And Prabhupada established temples and that is a significant thing. At the same time, Prabhupada popularized Iskon not by Pancharatrika Vidhi. It was by Bhagavad Vidhi. So we can see the Tompkins Square Park, the initial Kirtan, that is Bhagavad Vidhi. Just Kirtan. And through that, people got attracted. So, this Panjaratrika Vidhi and Bhagavad Vidhi go hand in hand. So we, we need both in our lives. Both in our lives. We cannot undermine one for the other. We need both. And Iskorn is based on both Vidhis. And our Acharyas gives, give importance to both the Vidhis. So that is the significance of Panjaratrika Vidhi as explained here. And Srila Prabhupada specifically writes towards the end of this purport. The Krishna Consciousness Movement follows the process of Pancharatrika Vidhi and that of Bhagavad Vidhi simultaneously so that people can take advantage of the movement and make their life successful. So we can experience in our own life how much the deity worship is helping us. Now, specifically, this time is very important because the festive season. We all look forward for this festive season. The time of festivals, starting from Jhulanyatra, we already went through. Yesterday we had Balaram Purnima and the last day of Jhulanyatra. And now Janmashtami is coming after a week and Srila Prabhupada's appearance day is coming. So this is a very festive season and unfortunately we cannot have all the devotees here. And we can feel the difference very, very clearly. Right? There is a vibration when all the devotees are here. Even we, we can, only the temple devotees are practically attending these festivals. Even without the wider congregation, temple is empty. <laughs> Literally. And even the spirit, we can lack very easily without the association of the devotees. We can see how important the devotees are at this point. And when the devotees who cannot make it, they can see, you know, how important the temple is, how important the deities are, and how important is the, the association of the devotees. So, in this point, of course, we had to take shelter of online darshan, online kirtans. And at home, we can do 
whatever we can for Janmashtami. We can prepare so many offerings. We can have our own decorations. So the devotees need to do whatever one can at home. That is very significant and that is very important because in the given situation we had to make use of the opportunity. So now, this season we have to understand our good fortune. So that is an important point. That Krishna's appearance is so significant. Krishna appears only in one day of Brahma. Krishna as he is appears only in one day of Brahma. That is thousand Deva Yugas together. One time Krishna appears. So significant it is. Then so many devotees are waiting for the arrival of Krishna. I think we were discussing the other day and we heard from Bhakti Vedanta class about devotees from different yugas are waiting to associate with Krishna. We have heard in the past times of Lord Ramachandra, the sages of Dandagarinya, they had conjugal mood towards Lord Ramachandra and he gave the blessings that that desire can only be fulfilled in Dwaparayuga towards the end, the time of appearance of Lord Krishna. Similarly, the Vedas personified Shrutis, they wanted to associate with Krishna in the same mood. That also only happens there. Even the residents of Kaushala, they wanted to associate with Ramachandra in the same mood, some of the ladies. They had to wait. Even the Aboriginal ladies in Panchavati, they wanted to associate with Lord Ramachandra in a conjugal mood. Even they had to wait. Even when Marsyadev arrived, daughters of Varuna, they felt conjugal affection for Marsyadev, Marsyavada. So they also got the blessing that they can fulfill that when Krishna appears. So you can see that in so many yugas, that is talking about millions of years back, so many devotees are waiting for the appearance of Krishna. So in terms of time, it is very special. And that happened just 5,000 years back. Not only that, the Lord appeared as Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That is mentioned in this purport specifically. The mission of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared 500 years back. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appears only after Krishna's appearance. It means in one day of Brahma, only once Krishna appears personally and the, the following Kali Yuga, Lord Chaitanya appears. So again, once in a day of Brahma. So it's such a rare event. So we are very, very fortunate that to be very, very close to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, very close to Krishna. And not only that, we have <laughs> other special event because of the appearance of Srila Prabhupada. And that's why we know that Prabhupada appeared or Prabhupada departed from this world less than 50 years back. So we were very close to Srila Prabhupada. So we need to be very, very uh, careful when we deal with this festive season. 
we had to understand our fortunate position to be in this situation so mahaprabhu's mission is as it's mentioned bharata bhumite hoila manushya janma yar janma sarthakari karo paravata para avat upakar so where the real success or fulfillment of the mission of human life can be achieved in india bharata varsha because in bharata varsha the purpose of life and the method for achieving success are evident but what is the situation now there is no proper following of varnashrama dharma people are interested in cricket people are rejoicing achievements in olympics and everyone is interested in economic development so that is that becomes the sum and substance of bharata varsha varnashram is not there varnashram is degraded to caste system in that way currently everything is degrading but shila prabhu says that this is the opportunity for everyone to take shelter of krishna consciousness movement with that we can get purified and today is marking that significant day where propat left to america on jaladuta so that way it's very significant so today we will read something from the jaladuta diary so jaladuta diary is amazing and we can understand propat has written all main points and some of the points may not be main but all the things he has written in the diary so probhat had this habit of writing diary and we can see jaladuta from day by day probhat has written what happened on the ship so jaladuta diary is very interesting do you know which day probhat hmm, embarked on jaladuta August 13. So today is not August 13, right? Today is 23. 23. So August 13, Prabhupada got into Jaladuta, and along with us, Bhagavati, Mr. Sen Gupta, Mr. Ali, and Vrindavan. Vrindavan is Prabhupada's son. So one, two, three, four people. were there with propat and propat writes i'll read the cabinet is quite comfortable <laughs> it it is owner's residence and therefore the sitting room the bedroom and the bath are uh, privy all equipped with first class materials everything is nice in the first class apartment and thanks to lord krishna krishna for his enlightening shrimati uh, sumati morarji for all these arrangements i am quite comfortable the ship started 1:30 pm very slowly from the dock reached near botanical garden and stopped at midstream of ganges till 11 pm and then turned towards the front and started it is quite steady i cannot understand in my cabin if it is at all moving i am so comfortable the voyage was again stopped at 3:30 am at kalpi near diamond harbor and ganokhali and detained for about 8 hours <laughs> the the delta of the ganges quite wide and with shallow water you can understand even the beginning of the journey there was such a delay you know 8 hours just docked at one place i will go day by day but just read the significant points interesting points and saturday august 14th prover writes 
the sea was foamy although it appeared like a big plate of water extending to 40 square miles but factually it was endless so today it is a vivid example of god's maya because it appears like something but factually it is something else is <laughs> probably seeing you know the philosophy rightly there you know it looks like 40 square kilometers square miles but it is endless of course the ocean we cannot see but we can only see a portion of it next day august sunday the 15th it took i took only a glass of lemon because in the morning i woke up and felt a little better but i felt no hunger i took only a glass of lemon uh, water nimbu pani but the head dizziness is continuing after 10:30 i was in the captain's room radio room room chatting with the officers who had written up to the time you know to the details see 10:30 he went to the cabin he spoke to them in the radio room there were dispatching news to other ships the captain's room is full of nautical paraphernalia i saw a chart of different uh for appearantial photos of the sea and provas give some other details the captain advised me to take more solid food and 16 in the morning there was sunshine but 11 the sea became a little more rough showing foamy waves from distance after passing the latitude of uh, trichinapalli trichi we experienced a dark cloud subsequently raining all over the sea the siren sounded on the account of hazy vision vision to warn other ships coming from opposite directions so can see it's pretty dangerous and at about 12 noon it is raining heavily and the ship is stopping moving occasionally sounding the siren there is constant sound of the thunderbolt this is the first time i am experiencing heavy rains in the midst of deep ocean from 12 noon we are passing through cyclonic weather the ship is tilting too much i felt seasickness all day and night at 3 pm the ship turned towards ceylon coast and we are now in the ceylon water <laughs> you can see the problem right after you know three you know two three days four days already we can see such a problems and 17th provost writes the captain informed me that by the next 6 hours we shall reach colombo port at about 9 pm the ship was escorted by the pilot and we entered the dockyard very old pattern but there were many ships from various countries including passengers and cargo ships so he reached colombo i wanted to see colombo city but i could not make any arrangement the ship was standing at the midstream and i did not like to go alone and next day 19th the next day morning I informed my situation to Captain Pandya and he was very kind to take me to the shore in a motor launch. So he proposed us taking a motor launch to the shore. We dropped at Elizabeth Gate, talked with some Ceylonese clerk and then in a taxi we went to the office of Narottam and uh, Pereira Co. The manager Mr. Banka was a Gujarati gentleman and he received us well. he arranged for me a good car to go around the city so prabhu wanted to explore he wanted to see the places and he wanted to see 
how every place is because he can see the preaching opportunity everywhere the office quarter was very quite busy and many foreign officers and renowned banks were there i saw the governor general's office the parliament house the town hall one very nice seaside hotel and passed through very nice clean roads bazaars the city appeared to be nice and clean and the small bungalows nicely decorated it appears that people although not very good looking <laughs> they are not uncultured neither they are tasteless <laughs> the city is quite up to resembling an indian city like madras or pune so that is prabhu's vision of colombo the ship started 7 pm the pilot being late in reaching the ship it ran for the whole night in the next day up to 3:30 pm and reached the coast of cochin the ship is standing on the coast of cochin without entering the dock so now is the 20th and prova 20th he gives a, a good summary of cochin because before reaching cochin something happened which is very important on 20th of august 65 the captain arranged for a meeting on board jaladuta on account of janmashtami day and i spoke for an hour on the philosophy and teachings of lord shri krishna all the officers attended the meeting and there was distribution of prasada so it is janmashtami so janmashtami is coming prabhupada spoke about krishna and he distributed prasadam the matter was radiographed to mrs sumati morarji in bombay interesting right <laughs> now this is the janmashtami celebration on board on jaladuta and sumati morarji was informed about this janmashtami celebration the ship started on the arabian sea about 4 miles away from the coast so it was they were very close to cochin and now and then they reached cochin about 10 am uh, it was docked in cochin the dock is peculiar because it is by nature full of small islands some of the islands are full of nice uh, hut hutments formerly known as british islands i saw my book from uh, here is the most important thing so cochin the most important thing happened <laughs> that is very significant i saw my books from bombay arrived in five cases and agents loaded them on the ship at 4 pm on 22nd the agent jairam and sons kindly sent their car for my driving in the city <laughs> so it's very significant so this is one monumental incident that from bombay or bhagavatam sets arrived first canto three volumes so they arrived and in five cases they were loaded into jaladuta so it's very significant and that's why shila prabhupada even writes the time so that happened on 22nd of august and then prabhupada is moving around in cochin in kerala so he writes out of the group of islands two big islands joined by an iron overbridge are known as cochin and ernakulam i know that place because i grew up there <laughs> the iron overbridge was constructed by the britishers very nicely along the railway line the railway line is extended up to the port there are many flourishing foreign firms and banks it is sunday the bazaar was closed i saw a peculiar kind of plantain available in this part of the country <laughs> so it's very interesting even prova noted this banana plantain the banana because kerala has a special kind of banana <laughs> prova is prova even noted that so you can see how observant prova is <laughs> and and then he writes 
the island known as Cochin is not an up-to-date city. The roads are like narrow lanes. The part of the city where the foreigners are residing are well situated. The buildings and factories, etc., all big and well maintained. The Mohammedan quarters are separated from the Hindu quarters as usual in other cities. The part of city known as Arnagalam is up to date. There is a nice park on the bank of the Gulf and it is named Subhash Bos Park. It is good that Subhash Babu is popular in this part of the country. <laughs> I know this park, we used to go to play there. <laughs> Subhash Chandra Park is there, you know, Subhash Bos Park is there in Arnagalam. It's, it's in the right of the city. It is good that, okay, I saw the Kerala High Court and the public buildings. The High Court being situated in Ernakulam, it appears that the city is the capital of Kerala. It's not actually capital of Kerala. Usually the High Courts are in the capital, but in Kerala it is not. It's in Trimandrum is the capital, but <laughs> it's in Ernakulam. But Prabhupada is making the point based on where the High Court is. This official Bhadra 31-day 1887 Shaga part of India resembles Bengal scenario and the city of Ernakulam also Cochin appears to me like old Kalikhat or Tolliganja area of Calcutta. The culture is Indian as usual. So now is the main day, 23rd August, Monday, and today is Anatha Ekadashi. Today, according to, not today, <laughs> please understand. Today, in the sense, in, in 1965, okay, Prabhupada's striding, okay. Today is another Egadashi. Don't, don't fast for Egadashi, we don't have any pizza available here. <laughs> so here Prabhupada is writing, 23rd Monday, today also Monday. Today, 23rd Monday, August, only the year is different. It's 2021, that was 1965, and that day, 1965, was another Egadashi. We started towards Red Sea. On the western front at about 12.30 noon, the sky was almost clear and there, and there was sunshine since the starting of the trip from Cochin Port. We are floating now on the Arabian Sea. My seasickness again began. Headache, vomiting tendency, no hunger, dizziness and no energy to work. It is continuing. There are sometimes showers of rain, but for a short time. There was a fellow passenger in my cabin. He is also attacked with seasickness. The whole night passed. So this is the beginning of Srila Prabhupada's journey. So we can see why Prabhupada went. As it is mentioned, to fulfill this desire. Bharata Bhumite Hoyla Manishya Janmayar Janma Sarthakakori Karo Paravapadkar Again and again writes. One has taken birth in the Bharata, Vasha. One has to fulfill the desire of Lord Chaitanya to spread the Krishna consciousness movement. Now, it is then in Chaitanya Jaradamada Parvati mentioned, it is not just limited to those who are born in India. It is for everyone. It is the duty of all human beings to get trained in Krishna consciousness and spread this mission throughout the world. So that is the significance of today. So today is the beginning of that. So it's very important that we commemorate this day by speaking about it, meditating about it and praying to Srila Prabhupada in our humble attempts to share Krishna consciousness. And I will read a verse interesting. I read in Burian Prabhu's book because regarding this section of uh, Srimad Bhagavatam, because in this Bhagavatam section we can hear so many wonderful prayers 
by great devotees in different varshas so here a prayer from shri rupa goswami okay it is from stavamala addresses and converts the sadness we feel in our inability to a more hopeful courage because all these prayers are on very high platform so rupa goswami writes a very encouraging prayer i am very weak and lazy to do even the smallest devotion service so when i hear of the peerless and difficult services performed by great devotees in ancient times my heart burns with despair oh lord oh killer of aghasura when i hear that your waves of mercy splash everyone from the demigod brahma down to the most insignificant creature my heart is sprinkled with a cooling drop of hope very beautiful verse i'll read one more time i am very weak and lazy to do even the smallest devotional service sometimes we can relate to this so when i hear of the peerless and difficult services performed by great devotees in ancient times my heart burns with despair oh lord o oh killer of aghasura when i hear that your waves of mercy splash everyone from the demigod brahma down to the most insignificant creature my heart is sprinkled with a cooling drop of hope with that prayer we conclude here shila prabhupad ke grandrashim bhagavatam ki jai is there any question from anyone వెరీ సిగ్నిఫికెంట్ వన్ అట్ ద టైమ్ ఆఫ్ కృష్ణదాస్ కవిరాజ్ గోస్వామి in one sense he got initiated by nityananda prabhu in the dream nityananda he considered nityananda prabhu as a spiritual master or at least one of the spiritual masters then we can see bhakti siddhanta maharaj accepting his sanyas initiation from gorkishwadas baba ji maharaj he was not physically present so he just put a picture of gorkishwadas baba ji maharaj and he accepted sanyas similarly we can also see that even though bhakti vinod thakur was initiated by bibin bihari goswami his primary spiritual master was jagannadas baba ji maharaj right so that's why uh, in the disciplic succession we can see jagannadas baba ji maharaj next to bhakti vinod thakur even though there was this diksha was there but shiksha was considered more important so that is another significant point about bhagavad gita where shiksha is more important so our disciplic succession is primarily based on shiksha so there is a significance so if for us also our primary shiksha guru is shila prabhupada our primary shiksha guru is shila prabhupada we have our spiritual master diksha guru is there but primary teachings are coming from 
Srila Prabhupada. So that significant connection is there even in our own life. We have that Shiksha connection as well, very strongly. Does that answer the question? Yeah. yeah. And also with the Bhakti Chodan Baba Ji Maharaj. Yeah, Bhakti Chodan Thakur and Gaur Baba Ji Maharaj, you can say that because uh, Gaur Krishwadas Babaji Maharaj, he wanted to accept the Babaji wish from Bhaktinoda Thakur. Both considered each other as their gurus. Bhaktinoda Thakur used to consider Babaji Maharaj as his guru. And Babaji Maharaj used to consider Bhaktinoda Thakur as his guru. So there was an interesting relationship between them. So one time, he didn't want Bhaktinoda Thakur to approach him because he may come and pay obeisances unto Gaur Kishwasadas Babaji Maharaj. So he went and sat near uh, a prostitute's house. Then he said, okay, he will not come and search me in this prostitute house. He went and sat near there. So he hid himself there. Then he was thinking, you know, look, I cheated him. Because no one will come and disturb me. So he had a similar kind of relation to some degree with Bhakti Thakur as well. He didn't want to accept him as his disciple. So now, uh Das Babaji Maharaj accepted Babaji Vesh from Bhaktivinoda Thakur. In that way, we see the disparate succession. Okay, thank you. Is there any other question? Yes. That uh, microphone you can get. It's not. Yeah. Just want to clarify. So here it says Bharat Varsha. You know, it's one of the Varsha since it refers to the planet, but then also. Bharata Varsha is open to India. Is it because of the Vedic cultures are more common in there? Yeah, so Bharata Varsha has a very broader understanding and a limited understanding. So on one level, Bharata Varsha, not just Earth. Earth is Bharata Khanda. Hmm? So Bharata Varsha includes many other parts where Himalayas are you know, going many, many miles, very, very long. We cannot even see. So that is a broader understanding of Bharata Varsha on one level. Next broader understanding of Bharata Varsha is the whole earth. So that is the next understanding of Bharata Varsha. Then, more specific understanding of Bharata Varsha is India. Because Vedic culture is there. Yes, that's right. So Prabhupada wanted all the Indians to take up Krishna consciousness and spread Krishna consciousness throughout the world. But since Krishna consciousness is given to all by Srila Prabhupada, then Prabhupada expects everyone to take up Krishna consciousness and distribute to everyone else like that. So it is not limited to anyone. It's not exclusive, but it's very inclusive. Okay? Thank you. Grantra Shiva Bhagavatam Ki Srila Prabhupada Ki